right, welcome back, everyone. Second part of the podcast day, Monday, February 12th, 2024, MAOB podcast. We're going to be previewing UFC 298, Volkanovski versus Toporia. We've got 12 fights in this card. Looking forward to it. Just wanted to give a shout out to our boy, Fight Talk Only, for the artwork, as always. Got it behind me right here, Marcel, if you can see it. Yeah. UFC 298 preview. Guy always hooks us up with the artwork. So we appreciate you, brother. Wanted to give you a shout out, as always. I don't know if you're going to be in the chat today, but wanted to give you a shout out, man. I hope you can hear this. Let's get some comments, Marcel, and then we'll start the preview. So we got Glenn. He said he saw the promo for 298, and it's skipping the Gary fight. Why? No idea why it's above that balance for the the card. Yes, I don't know. I'm not sure. Did you see that promo, too? You might have seen it, there. Eh? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. Cyclops, what's up, man? West Coast is here. This is the guy in the wheelchair that was joking about the sex thing last week. This guy's so funny, man. He's a joker. Glad to have I, you I here, I kind of missed the guy calling us out. We have to main event room in the last podcast, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I know, right? Where is that guy? I, yeah. You know, it's because my picks have been so fucking good this year, except for the main event last week. That wasn't very good. But uh, we've got Jamie in the chat. What's up, brother? Long time listener. UFC 298 preview, man. I say we get into it, Marcel. Why waste any time, right? Um, yeah, that's what she but, said. Let's go. Yeah, I know. Why Why waste time, man? So we got Mr. 30 Seconds here, Marcel, <laughs> kicking off the uh, card. No, I'm kidding. Um, let's, let's, your overall thoughts. I always ask you this, but your overall thoughts on UFC 298. I think the pay-per-view is really good. You know, I think pay-per-views are really good. I think the prelims are okay and not uh, amazing, you know, but there are some good fights on it. Yeah, looking forward to it, man. It's a, it's a good card, you know. Um, I think the pay-per-views are really good, which are coming up. So, yeah. I agree. I mean, I think the card's pretty good. The pay-per-view is amazing. Like, let's be honest. The, the five fights at the top. And even some of the prelims on TV are good, but overall the prelim are, prelims are a little weaker. But... That's okay. I mean, like the, the main the main cards really stacked on this event. I mean, it's what you want to see, right? I think the next couple of events, the 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 uh, pay per view events, like the, the main cards are really stacked. And, and three hundred, like two ninety nine, three hundred, just we don't have the main event for three hundred, but like the main card and the prelims of both those cards, two ninety nine, three hundred, are really stacked for what you see. So, just a couple other comments. Pato likes the card. Joe likes the card. Craig, what's up, brother? Glad you have you here. I did see this. I did see this, Jamie, with uh, Sahudo firing Eric Alberson. Kind of crazy, did it on camera. I mean, they, I think they must have talked about it beforehand, though. Because what do you think about that? It better. I said it on James's uh, podcast earlier today. It better be a skit, or it's just a dick move. You know what I mean? So uh, it was really weird. You know, it's yeah. kind of like, uh, uh, do you want to be like a fighter, or do you want to be like a, a content creator on Instagram or whatever? You know, it's just really weird. You know, I know. And that guy's been with him his whole career, Eric, Captain yeah, Eric, right? So exactly. Like that's kind of it's, it is kind of a bitch move, but again, I still feel like they've talked about it before because his reaction wasn't too bad there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he didn't freak out about it. Like you imagine he would. Like, but why like, would you do that? You know, I know they like that'd be like if I like got you on camera or something. I'm like, yeah, Marcel, you know, we we've had a lot of fun together, but I'm firing you from the podcast, like. It's just, just be odd, you know. Yeah, Marcel, we came too close to friends uh, in the podcast. Uh, I cannot uh, be a serious podcast anymore. Or two, uh, I think we let you go, huh? Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it was really. I mean, the guy went two belts with the dude. I'm just, it doesn't really make sense to me. He loses a close fight to Sterling and then fires him. And then Murad posted a video today. I don't know if you saw it. He was like, Yeah, he, he had him and he's like, He's my new coach. And Eric's like, Oh man, <laughs> it was pretty funny. So I guess Eric's still there at the event, but he's not going to yeah. be with, yeah, for Costa. Oh, Paul Costa, that's right, yeah. Uh, a couple other comments. We got Glenn, Glenn, I missed your uh, comment. The other, this is the other Glenn. I missed your comment the other chat. Apologies for that. Alex, what's up, man? What's up, Michael? All right. I think we get into it, Marcel. I say we get into it. Like like I said, I think this Yeah, she's, she's already waiting for two minutes, man. Since last I know, time dude. Time. It's, all, it's all oiled up and moved up and ready to go. So oh, we, Jesus. Let's start it off. I know, right? Well, we started it. 
Of course, we have the ladies kicking off the car too, which is pretty funny. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, no, we have uh, we have twelve fights. Uh, I'm going to use the odd the order from best fight or um, from UFC stats fights fight odds are from best fight odds. So let's get into it. First fight of the night: women's flyweight bow, Andrea Lee taking on Miranda Maverick. Odds for this one: you got Fear the Maverick favorite here, minus one eighty five. Andrea Lee plus one sixty. Marcel, I'll start with you on this one. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, let's be really honest, man. Andrea Lee has been looking great as of lately. You know, at least against Natalia Silva wasn't good. The Macy Barber fight, yeah, she maybe even won that, man. I thought opinion. she won that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the uh, Viviani Arujo fight, she looked good in the first round. She knocked her down, but she lost the second and third. Um, if you look at Miranda Maverick, uh, she did very well against Priscilla Cachoeira, and I picked Cachoeira as an upset in that fight, so well done by her. She didn't look good against Jasmine, just a vicious. Uh, before that, wins against Young again, Mazo. She honestly only lost to really good girls, man, in the division against Blanchfield, against Barbara, and the fight she actually won against Barbara as well, actually, <laughs> and just the division. So both girls lost to Barbara in fights they maybe should have won, you know. Um, I'm picking Maverick here, man. I think Maverick wins the decision. I think she uh, with her ground game probably. Yeah, no, I, I like her too. I think I think Maverick wins this fight. I, I I can't pick Andrea Lee, guys. I know she's she's fought competitive fights against good fighters. I get that, but she's losing. She's lost six of her last eight fights, you know. And like, not all these girls are that good. Like Roxanne Montefiore, like Joanne Ward, they're not that great. And and she she lost to them when she's on. She looks pretty good, but. I think one thing you know that really sticks out obviously is the fifty-four percent takedown defense. That's that's just below average. And I think um, Miranda, you know, she's averaging two and a half takedowns a fight. She should be able to get her down and grind her out this fight, um, win the decision. So I'm I'm thinking Miranda Maverick wins wins on points here. I'm pretty sure that's what happens. You, you said decision too. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think this fight's going over the two and a half rounds. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got welterweights Obon Elliott taking on Val Woodburn, and this is to me like this is almost like a contender series fight. This is kind of like not even UFC caliber in my opinion. To be honest with you, um, we got Obon Elliott, big favorite minus two ninety. Val Woodburn plus two thirty five. Wow, the odds are really long. I'm a little surprised by that. What do you think about the the odds for this one? Val Elliott's one of the biggest favorites. I think he is the. Elliott's second biggest favorite in the card behind Winner Makamura. I mean, I don't know about that. What do you think? Should be a lot closer, in my opinion, but I want to hear your pick first before before I'm going to start on this. I'm one. still going to pick the guy. I'm, I I can't pick Val Woodburn based on what I saw, but again, it was against uh, Bo Nickel. Bo right? Nickel. He got knocked out in 30 seconds, right? But the thing is, like, if you look at his fights in the regional scene, it's it's like, yeah, he won those fights, but the guys he's fighting are not that great, you know. So I really don't know what to think of him. At the same time, though, I don't know what to think about Elliot either. I mean, the guy was. He was kind of getting his butt kicked and came back and won that fight, right? And mm-hmm. you know, like he's he's been knocked out twice too. Like he doesn't have a great record. I don't think a lot of his wins are by decision. He doesn't really have a lot of power. Um, I don't really know what to think about this fight. I I think there's a possibility for an upset. I would not bet on this fight. There's no way I'm picking it. I'm betting on this. I'll pick Elliot just because again he is the favorite here. He should win the fight, but dude, there's no way in hell would they minus two ninety on this dude. No, no way in hell. What do you think, man? Yeah, the crazy odds, in my opinion. Um, also, taking mind that Val Woodburn goes uh, back to welterweight for this one. You know, this uh, fight against Nickel was at middleweight. So, um, yeah, might be different. Um, man, why not? I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, I, I'm thinking I'm going with Woodburn, maybe with an early stoppage, early knockout. Um, 
I think the there is value there, in my opinion. If it goes longer, probably Elliot. But um, man, why not? You know, why wouldn't I do it? And I don't, I don't really blame you. I mean, the thing is, like, the odds are so wide, and this guy, he's got a puncher's chance. There's yeah, no that's what I mean. It, so, yeah, there's definitely a possibility going to fight. I just, this is not something that really interests me that much. But I don't know. Um, look over the next fight here. We got uh, Josh Quinlan taking on Danny Barlow. And the odds for this one have Danny Barlow is the favorite, obviously. He is minus 198, Josh Quinlan plus 164. I'll just start on this. I like Barlow a lot. I think left-handed God knocks out Josh Quinlan. Uh, Josh Quinlan's a guy that I, I just, I don't really know what to think about this guy anymore. He gets, you know, the positive drug test that that worries me. And, you know, in the UFC, he did knock out Jason Witt, but Jason Witt's got no chin. Um, Trey Waters, that it was, it was an upset. It wasn't a good look. He hasn't fought in a while. Um, Barlow's got an undefeated record. He's got crazy knockout power. He looked really good in contender. He's got some pretty good wrestling. And what I think is I like about this guy, huge reach for this division. 79 to reach, six foot two for welterweight. I mean, there's a lot to like about him physically too. I've been following him for a while because um he's been fighting on the regional scene for uh, spectation sports. So I followed his career for a while. Um, I think he follows me on Twitter too. So I, I I've been aware of this guy for a while. He's definitely a good prospect. And I think he's gonna have a good debut here, man. I think he actually knocks this guy out, Josh Quinlan. And, I think he'll be in the running for a bonus. Probably won't get it because he's so early on the card stack, but I think he'll get a knockout here. So I'm pretty confident in uh, in Danny Barlow getting the knockout. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I'm also on Danny Barlow in this one. You know, I'm, I'm not as confident as you are, but I also go with him by stoppage in the first or second round. I think... Uh, I, I think it's most possible that he uh, the, that he gets to finish by knockout. I, I wasn't really listen. Quinlan not a bad fighter at all, but uh, that Trey Waters fight was really bad, man. In my opinion, you know. Um, I also go with uh, with Danny Barlow in this one. Right. By the way, the most English name on the card isn't English, Danny Barlow. That's funny. Uh, a couple of comments here talking about Woodburn and. I, I think I don't think it goes. Over. I think it probably ends in some distance. To be honest with you, yeah, the pay per view is good. You guys been the fight? Yeah, I, I bet uh, Marcel. I don't think does, but you uh, Octagon updates. Danny, yeah, the, the region's insane. Last few chapters of UFC 200 Sagar. What's it been saying? Absolutely, I agree. 298, 299. Well, I guess it's just two more actually. Antoine, when you think we're 297 is done? All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got Zhang Minyang taking on Brenton Ribeiro. Odds for this one have Min Yang is favored here. He is minus one thirty, one plus one ten on Brenton Barrel. Sorry, or Hebero, I should say. What do you think, Marcel, about this one? Yeah, man, Wade's younger brother. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, they just have the same last name. Um, yeah, Zhang Min Yang was supposed to fight earlier, right? I think he got two fights canceled against uh, against Branson Ribeiro, actually, and against Tyson Pedro. He got that win at Road to UFC against uh, Tukutakos, right in the first round by knockout, yeah. and uh, that got him a, that got him a contract. Um, he's fighting Branson Ribeiro, who had a who had a great win over uh, over Bruno Lopez, man, the contender series last year. He was an underdog in that fight, and uh, he knocked him out in the in the first round. Um, the thing is, like, it's difficult this one to be really honest, man. I'm, I think Zhang looked look good, but. Man, for some reason, I don't know, man. I, I feel more safe to go with Branson Ribeiro, you know. And um, yeah, I'm going with Branson Ribeiro. I think he, I think he, he knocks him out early. KO Branson Ribeiro. This, this, I'll be honest. This is the one I'm, I'm going back and forth on the most on this one. I mean, I just think this is a really hard fight to call. I really do because my initial thought was Ribeiro too. Because man, that was a nice knockout against Bruno Lopez, a huge underdog in that fight, right? And he's fought like better competition, I think. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I didn't really know much about Jang. I watched the tape on the guy. Yeah, yeah. I watched the tape on Jang, and, and I mean, you saw the you saw the knock of, of yeah. I mean, it was the referee was way too late to stop that. I'll tell you that. But it was vicious, right? And then I watched his other tape, and like the guy's definitely got um, a really good ground game. If you get to there, he just beats the shit out of these on the ground. Um, walked forward, a lot of pressure, young guy, um, a lot of experience. We're fighting since he was 16 years old. So there is some stuff to like about him. He is very hittable, though, which worries me. Obviously, he's been knocked out a couple times here, and that worries me. But at the same time, Kibera also has been knocked out a couple times, and he also is a guy that gets hit a lot. And one thing I noticed in his fights, he gets taken down and beat up a lot, too. So I don't know, man. This is a really tough fight to call. My initial lean was Hibero, but after I did some of the the, the, the uh, tape study, I, I I I'm not saying I like Shang. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on him here. I wouldn't bet on this fight at all. This is a really tough fight to call. I'm leaning Shang just a little small bit, Marcel, and it's like it's like a 51 percent chance for me. So this fight can go either way. I mean, I think someone's getting locked out. I think uh, you know the knockout prop for either guy, like inside the distance, is a good bet here. I don't think this fight goes very long. I think this fight probably ends in the first round. Um, I'll take Shang by knockout, but I'm not. I'm not, betting. I'm not confident in it. It's uh, someone's getting knocked out. I'll just say that for sure. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got Rinya Nakamura taking on Carlos Vera. On to this one. Rinya, like I alluded to, is the biggest favorite of the card. Rinya Nakamura is minus 1350, Vera plus 800. I mean, yeah, the guy's going to win, obviously. Um, this is a setup fight for this dude. The, the, the UFC likes this guy. I think he had a, he was supposed to fight, was it Brady Highstand? Brady, yeah. That would have been a more competitive fight, but I think he would have won that too. But I mean, this guy is very good. I mean, there's no doubt. He's very, very good. And um, I think this guy's going to have a good career in the UFC. And he's fighting a guy here in Carlos Vera who's like, he's 36 years old, making his debut. I mean, you don't see it that often. He uh, was on the Ultimate Fighter. I don't really think he should be in the UFC. And I think he gets smoked in this fight. I think I think Dr. Burr probably finishes him. So what do you think, man? Yeah, man, he's fucking older than me. Um yeah, I think Rinya Nakamura wins. I think he knocks him out in the first round. That's what I think. Yeah. Not even with the wrestling, you know. I think he just knocks him out. I think it's knocked out too, dude. And the odds are obviously long, like I said, guys, but it's kind of justified in this case. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got a heavyweight bout. Marcos Rogerio de Lima against Justin Toffa. Odds for this one have the Lima is favored, minus 142. Toffa plus 120. I'll start you off on this one, too. Go ahead, Marshall. Yeah, Rogerio de Lima is going to wrestle, probably, against Tafa, you know. Uh, there's, a, there's a possibility that Tafa knocks him out if he comes in, and he is not he, like like he comes in against uh, Derek Lewis, you know. But, um, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to go with Lima here, de Lima. I, I think he makes it a boring fight. He makes the shit break, so uh, probably 15 minutes, and uh, he wins unanimous decision. That's what I think. It's definitely possible, but like I will say, like Tafa has never been taken down in the UFC. He has 100% taken demons. Now he hasn't really fought wrestlers, yeah, fighting strikers. So like I don't know how much you can really take for it, but it is something just to think about. He hasn't been officially taken down yet. Delima is also 38 years old, so he's a lot older than than Tafa. And Tafa's got crazy power. Delima's coming off a knockout loss. I'm looking at the dog here, man. I think Tafa can knock him out. I really do. Um, I think Delima's the the better fighter overall, but I think Tafa's got more power and. Yeah, it's a dog pick for me, plus one twenty dog. So I like, I like, I'm leaning top on this fight, guys. I, I like him to get the knockout here. Honestly, if you're gonna bet on, you might as well take him by knockout because there's, I don't think he's any way he wins the decision. But he's been hot lately. He's won, you know, a couple straight, three straight fights, and we had the no contest in between. But all these knockouts, and the thing is, like, I look back at that Vandera fight. It was three years ago. You know, he's he's grown from that. He's still only 20, 20 He's thirty, he's thirty nine. He's thirty nine. He's turned thirty, but. 
still, I mean, he's not like super, super old compared to Dalim. He's 38 and he's been around a long time and he's been, you know, coming off a knockout loss here. Dalim is a good fighter. This might look like that Waldo Cortez Acosta fight where, like you said, he wrestled him and won the decision, but. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm thinking Tal can get the job done, so I'll, I'll go. I'll go with the dog here, Marcel. I was kind. Of, I was kind of hoping we'd have a uh, consensus pick, but I totally understand your pick on that one. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. This is the prelim featured bout. We have Mackenzie Duran taking on Amanda Lemos. The odds for this fight are very close: minus one thirty on Lemos, plus one ten on Mackenzie Duran. I don't understand why the odds are so close on this one, Marcel. Um, I know Lemos has been submitted. I got. I get it. On large submitted her. I know Zhang out wrestled her, but. To me, you have to fade Mackenzie during coming off that last fight with the four knockdowns against Andrade getting brutally knocked out, showing zero head movement, zero striking defense, poor boxing skills, taking on a girl in Lemos who can knock her head off, who's got brutal kicks, who has nasty ground game to you. I know Lemos is older. She's 36, but like to me, she's still really good. Like I still think she's a good fighter. And the fact she didn't get finished by Zhang is kind of impressive in a way. I know she like, you know, got all wrestled in that fight, but still like, to me, Marcel, like I think I think Lemos knocks out Dern. I, I I really like Lemos in this fight. I don't understand why the odds are so close. A lot of money's coming on Dern. I guess people think she's gonna take down Lemos and submit her, but for me, Dern, you know, 14% takedown accuracy. Her wrestling's not very good. So yeah, she she can grab an arm or whatever, get her down. She's often done that. I get that, but like man, the striking defense, the chin, they all worry me. Um I think there's just a lot about Mackenzie Dern that really worries me and bothers me about this fight. So, especially also short notice too, right? I think for Lemos, you know, she was supposed to fight Suarez. That fight would have been her getting taken down at will. But this fight's different. You know, Dern is not that caliber of wrestler. And I think Dern gets, I think she gets her head clocked off here. So, Lemos by knockout, Marcel, I, I feel good about it. What do you think, man? I'm not as convinced as you are, to be really honest. You know, Fair I think enough. I want to hear why. Go ahead. Yeah, I think it's a much closer fight for the simple reason that if Mackenzie gets her to the ground, and it's a big if, of course, you know, but if she can get her to the ground, I think Lemos will have trouble on the ground, you know. Um, okay. But what happened? It should, if it happens, it has to be in the first round, probably. You know, after that, I I, I favor Lemos. I'm also going for Lemos, but I'm going with a decision win. I think she wins two out of the three rounds. There you go. All right. Let's that's fair. That's a, that's a fair uh, assessment. I'm always fair, dude. I'm always fair. She's turning 30. I think she's 36 right now. She's turning 36. Yeah, she's 36. Yeah. So she's, she is an older fighter. There's no doubt about it. But she's still good, I think, guys. Honestly, like, she destroyed Marina, Michelle. And all those are, you know, they're also in their 30s. And still, I mean. She hang on with uh, with Sangwei Lee in their last fight. So and it wasn't that bad. She, she, she lost, but she had her moments in that fight. You know? I agree. Uh, what do you think about under two and a half? I, I, I think she knocks her or Dern submits her. Yeah, Dern, I don't think Dern would just wrestle her for three rounds. I don't think so. You know, I just don't think she's got that. I know she did show it against Angela Hill, and, and that was kind of the fight where I'm like, holy shit, maybe Dern is like really good. But the last fight showed me she's not there. And um, I don't think so, right? Her, her boxing coach, I don't, I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I, I don't think so. I mean, that, to me, that was a huge red flag when the last fight. And I had Dern in that fight, and when she showed up in her corner without Jason Perillo, her boxing coach, I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And she got her head boxed off. Dropped four times, guys. Like, you have to fade someone coming off four straight knockdowns, I think. The odds are close. Not sure why it's much money here in Dern. Yeah, I mean, they think people people think she's going to get submitted or taken down uh, Lemos. I get it, because again, you know, Zhang did do that to her. I get that. And what's her takedown defense? It's, it's 55%. It's bad. It is. I just think it's a different matchup, because you know, Jang's Jang's takedown accuracy, guys, is forty-two percent. Okay, she's 
She takes down girls almost half the time she attempts to take down. But Mackenzie's is 14%. That's really bad. That's like really low. So I just don't think she has the pure wrestling to do this like the whole time. So we'll see what happens though. Um, we'll go to the next fight here. We got, oh, we're moving on to the main card also. Okay, so we got Buffy Hernandez taking on Roman Kopulov, one of my favorites in the middleweight division. I love this fight, Marcel. Great opening uh, main card fight. Fluffy minus two eighteen plus one eighty on Roman. What do you think, Marcel? Yeah, man. Um, this, in my opinion, is the most difficult fight to pick on the main card because I think it's like oh, kind of two styles. You know, you got Roman who had a really bad start in the UFC, um, and now he's on a on a very nice streak. Um, you got uh, you you got Anthony Hernandez. Who also has a pretty nice streak now with four wins back, to, uh, four wins back to back. Started also difficult, man, in the in the UFC with uh, two losses in, in his first three, but uh, after that Rodolfo Vieira uh, submission, he got some good wins and definitely the the Barrio and Shabazi on stoppages were really good. He's now fighting Kopilov, was supposed to fight Aliskarov. Um, man, I, I think that. If Roman wants to win, he probably has to knock him out early, you know, because I think Hernandez will weather the storm and he, he tries to get it to the ground. I think he's better on the ground than Kopilov. I'm going with Hernandez by decision, man. You know what, man? I love Kopilov. I absolutely love this guy. I mean, I've been betting on him, guys. He's an unbelievable striker. He does so much damage, and that would be his path to victory here, just to do a lot of damage and keep the fight standing. And on paper, the takedown defense is amazing, 92%. But again, you know, you look at who he's been fighting, it's like, I know on paper, Friend is a good wrestler, but he, he really didn't, you know, have much success in that fight. And I just feel like Anthony Hernandez is, is a different fighter. You know, Anthony Hernandez, very good wrestler, very good cardio. Um, he's won four straight fights, a lot of momentum coming into this fight. Um, unlimited cardio. That's what I like about him. Guys, Anthony Hernandez averages 6.79 takedowns per 50 minutes. I mean, that has got to be one of the highest rates in the UFC. His last three fights, he took down... Um, Edmund six times, he took down Barrio eight times, he took down Friend eight times. I mean, that's impressive. And then Park, he took down six times in his wins. The Hidalfo Vieira loss, or win, I should say, it wasn't a loss, he won that fight. Um, he got taken down, he was getting beat up, and then obviously showed the amazing cardio. Um, I like Kopilov. Obviously, Hernandez has been chin-checked before by, by Kevin Holland. Kopilov does a lot of damage. I really like this guy. I, I, I think he's unbelievable at striking. And I've been betting on him, but I just can't take him in this fight. I think that Hernandez gets him down and grinds him out. Um, I, I'm not sure. You say submission or decision? What do you think? Um, I'm going with decision. Yeah, I think he, so too. But I think there's a chance he could sub him too. But I like Hernandez in this fight, guys. I think it's a it's a decent spot for him, and he also had the full camp copy off short notice here too as well. It was Fluffy was supposed to fight Ikram Alskirov originally, and I think that fight would have been a tougher one for him. Don't get me wrong, Kopilov's a tough fight for anyone. I mean, the guy's striking is brutal. And again, on paper, his takedown defense is really good, but I, I don't think it's going to matter in this fight because I think Hernandez is just the unlimited gas tank. He's just going to continually be looking to take him down. Also, he is a California guy. He's fighting his hometown here, basically. So I think he'll have a lot of support as well. Um, I like Fluffy to win this fight. Let's go here. No, I mean, on paper, Blake, it's 92%. On paper, it's amazing. But I'm just not sure because the guys he's fighting are mostly striking, except for Friend. Friend is a. Uh, a wrestler, but Frem's not very good either. Frem's not very good. That's the thing. Um, how much does a short camp affect Roman? I think a little bit. Um, he had a couple of weeks. It wasn't like a one-week thing like some of these other guys, but it wasn't a full camp. Like I think Anthony's been training for three months, right? I think Kopilov's had about a month, about a month maybe, Marcel? Yeah, I think that announced during the uh, Strickland-Duplessis uh, fight around then. So. That's right. 
yeah, in this fight, I yeah, I think as finish as possible. I, I'm think I'm thinking sub. I'm thinking it, but I think decision is sub, something like that. Yeah, I mean he's he's looked good. There's no doubt about it. His wrestling's improved. I, I think so. I mean this will this will this fight will tell us a lot because if he can if he can keep this fight standing and, and outstrike, if he can keep it standing, he'll win the fight. I mean, there's no doubt, right? Because the striking's way better, but it'll just show us a lot about this guy. If he can keep this fight standing and outstrike Hernandez and get beat Hernandez, who's an amazing wrestler and unlimited cardio. That would show that Roman's like top 10 potential, I think. Um, I just don't know yet. I think the guy's great. I love his striking, but I'm just not convinced. So let's go to the next fight here. We got Murad Duvall's Fuli taking on Henry Triple C Cejudo. After this one, we have Murad's minus 198, Triple C plus 164. Marcel, your thoughts on this fight? I keep saying it, man. Murad should still be undefeated in the UFC, you know? Um, good fighter. Um, crazy. How many takedowns he attempted to Piotr Young? 49? I want to say it was like 49 or something. Let me yeah. double check though. But I think Crazy. It four, it, it's it's the most of all time. It was, he went 11 for 49. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Um, the, th the, the same thing is like, if you have to do 49 takedowns, it pretty much means that you don't control the fighter on the ground, you know? Um, the thing is with Marab, he's like a Duracell uh, kind of guy, you know. He got the battery, he keeps going, and he never slows down. And the thing is, like, I think with the pressure against Henry, I think if Henry wins the fight, he probably has to knock him out. That's crazy that sounds, you know, for a former Olympic champion, gold, gold medal wrestler. Um, I'm going with Devalis, really, man. I think he wins a decision in this one, you know. Three rounds, he can keep up the, the how do we say that, the, the speed for three rounds, the pace, yeah. And uh, Henry, Henry can knock him out. He can catch him. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think, like, like, I, like the pace, what you say, it will be crazy high. I think. Plus, I think Marab has the advantage that the last fight from a Australian training partner, Sterling of the Sahudo last fight was Sterling, which is his training partner, you know. So uh, he 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 gets like, how do you say that, more info, you know, all these other guys who fought Sahudo before or whatever. It's like three, four years ago, but the most fresh fight was against his training partner. So yeah, I think that is a big advantage as well. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree on this one. I'm leaning towards Marab as well, just because again, the pace, the cardio is ridiculous. And, and he's been so much more active than Henry. I really don't know what version of Henry's going to get. That being said, man, on paper, it's not a bad matchup for Henry, no. really, because he theoretically should have the wrestling kind of neutralized Marab, right? Um, it, I, I I don't know if I'm going to bet on this fight, because, like, my, again, my, my lean is he, uh, Marab, for sure, but it's just like, I don't know, there's still some questions, I think, about Marab, I, I think. Remember that by Marm Mar Rice, guys, like, two years ago, or three years ago, I should say. Almost was getting destroyed and obviously marlon gassed himself out and then he got finished himself but what happens if henry keeps the staying he's the better striker he's got more power right so and he's a former champ like don't completely sleep on this guy you know that fight with aljamain sterling was a very close fight it was very very close you know you have a different set of judges he might be the champ right now so don't sleep on this guy I, I, I'm with you though. I have to pick Marab. The, the pace, the pressure, like it's hard to ignore it. Um, but this is an interesting matchup. I think it's the perfect matchup, really, to tell us how good he is. Because if he beats Henry Cejudo, then he should be fighting for the belt. You know, it'd be ten straight wins. It'd be really hard to ignore that. I mean, obviously, the guy's not very exciting as a fighter. I think his social media game's really good. He's definitely hilarious. He's definitely doing a good job there. But 
And he's trying to market himself like that, which is smart, because I don't think his fighting style is very exciting, but um, the guy's good. I mean, there's no doubt about it. So I have to pick him. Some comments. Um, Ramsey fighting O'Malley. Yeah, I mean, he should be, but, you know, they want to do that big fight um, with uh, Chino. But that was Marab. You like you like Marab and Mar uh, Marcus. Marcus liked him against. Was it Peter Don? I think you liked him against. He was the underdog in that fight, right? Against, uh, yeah. Peter, yeah. Henry's looking washed. I mean, is he? I mean, he lost a split decision to the former champ. I don't know if that's fair to say. And he won six straight fights before that. So I don't know if that's fair to say he's washed. I mean, but again, he hasn't been fighting very much. You know, he's got different um, priorities. He's got, I think he's got one or two kids now. You know, he's married now. He's just a different priorities. So it's, yeah, it's different. It's a different version of Cejudo, but you never know. That could motivate him somewhat too. Do you guys think Henry Cejudo uh, retires with a loss? I I think so. If he loses Marcel, I'm pretty sure he'll retire again. He's yeah, only he retired back, once, right? And he comes back two years later. Yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. <laughs> That's the thing. He retired at the top of his game, guys. He knocked out Dominic Cruz and then retired. You know, that was that fight where Keith Peterson smelled like cigarettes and alcohol, right? That was like yeah, Cruz Pete. was saying. Remember that? Yeah, Pete Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that? My bad. No, no, you like, said it well. I, I was oh, just being joking. Oh, okay. I think it goes three rounds, too, probably. I mean, but if Cejudo wins, he might knock him out. Um, anyways, go to the next fight here. We have a really fun welterweight bout between Ian Machado Gary and Jeff Neal, Panda Steel. Odds for this one have Machado Gary, minus 25 Jeff Neal, plus 185. I'll start with you, Marcel. I know you're a big Jeff Neal fan. What do you think about this matchup for him, though? It's a it's a fun matchup, I think. You know, let's talk first about Jeff Neal. He had that uh, those issue with his health. You know, that's why he pulled out against against uh, Gary the first time in August, I think it was, or was in September. I don't know anymore. But um, yeah, he's uh, he, he's a good fighter. You know, he has a great stand up. He uh, was a toughest fight for Shavkat Romano so far in the UFC. Um, and many people forget he got a win over Bilal Muhammad. You know, years ago. And that was a really good show back then, showing. You look at Gary. Yeah, Gary's decent man. He has he has he has a lot of talent. I feel you know, but uh, yeah, not really a big fan of his persona, as you know. But uh, he he has he has talent. You know, he looked good against Neil Magny. Uh, should have finished him, I think. I, I felt like he he wanted to play with him, but didn't want to finish the fight. But he should have. Uh, before that, good win over Daniel Rodriguez, that head kick, which uh, knocked him out, knocked him down. Uh, before that one, and that's the one that I think is tricky, is the one against uh, Sankanan, right? Yeah. Um, he got almost knocked out in the first round by Sankanan. He got knocked down, and Sankanan went for a fucking submission. I was like, dude, you could have finished him there. He didn't, and then Gary came back and finished, uh, finished him in the third round. That's it. If he plays that same game against Jeff Neal with his chin up, Jeff Neal knocks him out. You know, I really think Jeff Neal knocks him out if he does that. If he doesn't do it, if he stays composed, if he takes or he takes a distance, and he plays smart, he can win the decision. I think. But uh, hey, why the hell wouldn't I go with Jeff Neal? Jeff Neal's the underdog in this fight, I think. Right. So uh, we're hitting the button. I'm going Jeff Neal first round knockout. I think that's that's a good, uh, that's a good underdog pick. If it goes past the first round, I think Gary likely wins a decision or finishes Jeff late, but I don't think that will happen. I think it will immediately be a decision for Gary or a knockout for for Neil. So I'm going with Neil KO first round. I, I still want to see Neil win this fight. I, I still want to see him win just because, like, everything he has been saying. I don't know, man. The guy's been rubbing the wrong way. At the same time, though, I mean, I have been picking this guy for all his fights, and, like, it's – 
I think he's good. I mean, I think he's super technical. I call him Mr. Clean because he's just so technical with his strike. First game. time I pick against him, by the way. This yeah, no, I believe it. I was I, I was so close. Like I actually originally wrote down Neil, and I kind of looked at it a little bit more, and I'm like, I I, I just gotta I gotta still go with, with with Gary by decision here, but it's the close. It's the tough. It's a tough fight to call, honestly. Like the values on Jeff Neal, I I would say, mm-hmm. you know. But I I just think like Ian. I think he's I think he's a good striker, man. I don't like his personality. I I. I you know, I, I, but I gotta put that aside when I look at this. Um, I just kind of feel like it could look kind of like the fight with. I know he's not the caliber of Wonder Boy. I get that it's not even close, but I still think he can kind of maintain distance and just kick him a lot and just stay at distance here, um, and win decision on points. But again, I would love to see him get knocked out, man. It just would be awesome, honestly. So for me, it's a pass from a bet, and uh, I don't blame you for taking Jeff Neal because I think he's got a chance to knock out this guy, especially that song Kanon fight. It's hard to get out of your mind. I do want to get some comments here, guys. Um, we've got our boy Art here in the chat. We had Art on a podcast a couple weeks ago talking about the Henry and uh, Rapid, but I want to get his comments here. He said he's going to fade Gary and uh, Neil's the best striker. I, I I tend to agree. Uh, I'm praying for Neil. A lot of you guys want to see Neil get the knockout here. So I uh, I think it's very possible. And, you know, that, that fight with Song Kanan, it, it definitely worries me, you know. But I will say this, though. Like, I was like, man, this guy's not that good. And then he came back and destroyed the dude after that. So, like, Maybe that woke him up. I don't know. In the last two fights, he won dominantly. Like, I think the, the Neil Magny fight, I mean, it was kind of a bad luck that he didn't finish the fight. But I think you said, Marcel, yourself, like, he was trying to punish Neil for, like, those comments mm-hmm. he made about the, the uh, you know, whipping his kid or whatever it like, was. He was kind of punishing him in a way. I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. This, I this felt that way. But... Lost a lot of Gary. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I felt that way. Yeah, but it kind of annoyed me. You know, I mean, Neil didn't do anything wrong to him, you know, and uh, and now the thing is like he lost to pick at people, but uh, now he's playing the victim with, oh, I'm 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 very, uh, how do you say that? I'm uh, afraid for my family safety. It's like, dude, fuck off, you know. It's like, do you really think that some people are gonna attack your family? Yeah, they maybe talk shit, you know, but they're really not gonna do anything physical, you know. So, um, I mean, if you if you dish, I just said if you dish it out, you are, I mean, yeah. you you gotta. Got 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 real to accept it, you know. And and let's be honest, how many gyms this dude has been? You know, he's now at Charles Oliveira. Yeah, at through the through the box now. He's been thrown out of so many gyms. Um, yeah, he's not well liked by his training partners. No. I, say that. I agree, but I mean, at the same time, I think he's a good fighter. Oh I yes, I don't I, I don't doubt that. I never doubt that. For sure. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got the co-main event. Robert Whitaker taking on Paulo Costa. Odds for this one, Whitaker is favored here. Minus two twenty-five, Costa plus one eighty-five. I'm taking Whitaker. You know, I'm, I don't think he's washed by any means. I know DDP destroyed him, but you know, DDP's the champion now. DDP's a great fighter. I don't think that shows anything. I mean, Rob looked pretty much looks amazing. It's anyone except for the elite guys. I mean, really, like, and Izzy even that last fight of Izzy was super competitive. Like, he's still right there. The chin's probably going a little bit at this point in his career. He's thirty-four now. He's he's getting or thirty-three, I should say. He's, but he's had a lot of fights. I think the chin's going to go. But Costa, he just doesn't do for me, dude. He barely fights. He fights like once a year. It's his first fight in two years. He pulls out of all these fights. I think is uh, he's definitely a, a tough dude. He's definitely got power. Um, but I think Whitaker just takes it to him and beats him up. That's what I think. I think Whitaker will fight smart, stay at range, use that kind of you know elusive style here, and, and win on points. That's kind of what he does now. Whitaker wins on points. I think that's what happens here. Whitaker by decision. I think that's a safe pick here, I think. What do you think? I have literally zero reason to pick Paulo Costa in this way, you know? Zero. Yeah, a bunch of chance. That's pretty much it. 
you know um i think he has yeah. more power but um i mean what was the best win for paulo costa and the ufc likely joel romero and that was a close fight you know he won against luke rockold one and a half year ago i still don't know how that fight got fight on the night i really don't um it wasn't a great fight in my opinion um Costa is more active on social media than he is in the cage, man. And something that really bothered me was his fight against Marvin Vittori when he came on too heavy in fight week, uh, agreed on a catch weight, and then still went to 205. And uh, Marvin was like, I don't give a shit. I, I accept the fight. And he beat pa Paulo Costa. And that same Marvin Vittori got dominated again, uh, by Robert Whitaker, you know, and I know uh, MMA Matt doesn't work all the time, but like I said, I have no reason to pick Paulo Costa in this fight. So um, we're going Robert Whitaker by decision as well. That's the way he wins. So, yeah. Yeah, I like it too. Um, California's took with the weekend. Yeah, that's something to keep in mind too. They have like that, uh, like, a, like a ceiling almost on how much you can cut. Or by the way. Channel, which is totally cool. What are you going to say? Go ahead. Don't you think that Morab against Cejudo should be co-main event? It could be. I just don't think they like to promote Rob that much. I don't think the UFC. Yeah. Is, it's, it's a tough. He's a tough guy to promote because he's a good fighter, but he's just not exciting, really. You know, other than that fight with with Morais, uh, you know. Yeah. Kristen, we talked about this in the last podcast. You missed it. And by the way, Tristan, good to see you again, man. We uh, we had Alex Bahunin on. He says he hasn't heard anything. So he, he I mean, that, we had him on the last show, but again, Plus. we don't we don't know. Plus, comes out said in a re reply to somebody on Instagram that he's not going to fight in Ramadan. So, I agree with this too. I, I, that would have been a good fight. Um, Costa and Hamza would have been a good fight too. That didn't happen. You, you like Costa? Okay, there we go. We got a Costa pick here. Are we overlooking him? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, the guy just doesn't fight. It's just hard for me to know. And like, also more so, like, I don't think the fight with Luke Rockle is impressive at all. I don't know how that one fight in the night. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, I still don't understand that. That that fight, I don't want to be too hard. Uh, that fight sucked. You they, know? they were that sucking was, wind. I mean, like, it was yeah. the, the elevation thing fucked them up. I get that. But, like, I don't know, man. That fight wasn't, like, the most impressive fight. Like, if, if that Paul, fight of the night, it wasn't the best card, you know? If Paulo Costa fights like that against Luke Rockle from six years ago, he fucking loses that fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, so, Appreciated uh, art. And like like I said, art's doing a great job with fighting stats. All right, we'll go to the main event here, guys. We have Alexander Volkanovsky taking on Ilya Tripuria for the UFC featherweight title. And the odds for this fight have Volkanovsky and Topuria. Volkanovsky minus one twenty, Topuria plus one hundred. So almost a pick 'em. I think it's the most yeah it's the closest line fight in the card. So according to the odds, it's the closest fight in the card. All you start, Marcel. What do you think? Who wins the title? Ilya Tapuria is going to win, dude. And wow. Yeah. Cool. And, and we'll hit that's... the button because you're digging a dog. You might as well hit it. So I'll tell you why I think that. You know, many people are like, ah, Volk is not washed. Why you fade him? I don't think he's washed at all. I think he's still very good, you know. And uh, But I really have high expectations for Ilya the moment he signed with the UFC, you know. I've been following him for such a long time, and I always thought he was amazing. He got one bad moment in the UFC where he got robbed by Jai Herbert, you know, at lightweight in England. But he still won that fight. He knocked him out. Um, I just think, like, listen, Tapuri are really good on the ground. Black belt, BJJ. Uh, many people think more of him as a striker because of his last couple of fights. Yeah, I know he submitted a prize, but he knocked down prize as well, I think. <clears throat> but um, and and he knocked out 
Damon Jackson and he knocked out Ryan Hall. So, and I know it's not the same level of competition that Volk had, obviously, you know, but sometimes you have people in, in a certain weight class or coming up that you really have high expectations of, you know, I had more kind of more guys. Um, and the funny thing is like, many people are upset that he has put champion in his Instagram uh, account, right? That he's cha champion. Which, yeah, kind of, maybe kind of disrespectful to Volk. I understand that, you know. At the same time, I remember John Jones before the Shogun fight, you know, in 2011, where he signed merchandise with Champ 2011. He was also sure that he was going to win. It's also disrespectful to Shogun, but he was sure. And this guy has the same kind of uh, attitude about uh, his self-belief. Is he as good? I don't say that. I don't want to rec uh, compare those two with each other. But I think he's really good, man. He's really complete kind of guy, in my opinion. And uh, Volk, yeah, I mean, Volk is great. And I wouldn't be surprised if he wins the fight, don't get me wrong. But, man, I think Ilya touches him. I think Ilya knocks him down in the second round and he submits him. So it's maybe crazy that people are like, oh, Volk cannot be submitted. Look at what Ortega did. Yeah, but I already say he knocks him down. So he's tagged. He's, he's kind of dizzy already. So a little bit like Makachev against Oliveira like that you know what i mean so um yeah tapuria uh by submission second round for me man wow i mean i love tapuria too don't get me wrong he's a great fighter man and, and i've said for a while that he could be a champion i just think that we're kind of writing off vulcan obviously a little bit too soon the odds are so closer it wouldn't even surprise me if flips and Volk's the underdog at the end i i still have to go with Volk. i i understand that the, the, the last fight was a bad look i get that right he gets head kicked by Islam and gets knocked out. But, like, are we forgetting what he did to Islam a year ago? And that it was, like, a year ago yesterday. He he gave all he had to Islam in a fight up a weight class. People were calling him the best fighter in the world, pound for pound. And then he goes in there against Yair and destroyed Yair Rodriguez. And he destroyed Max Holloway three times. Destroyed everyone he's fought at 145. Destroyed everyone. I'm not really willing to write him off just yet, even though he did get knocked out a few months ago. That's the only thing that bothers me is that it was so recent. If this was, like, a few extra months of, of recovery. I, I'd like him even more here, but I don't know. I mean, I like to pretty a lot. I think it's amazing. I just don't know. This is a big step up to me, you know, going from guys like Mitchell and Emmett, they're good. They're very good, but they're not Volkanovski good. Um, I think Volk can win this fight. I think he can win on points. I think it'll be a close fight. I think it'll be a tough fight. I think the odds are, are showing that, but you know, I, I think he gets the job done. I, I think Volk is going to show, why he's the champ, why he's one of the greatest fighters of all time, because I think he is one of the greatest fighters of all time. I think he, you know, if he's looking at his UFC record, it's unbelievable. And the guys he's fought and the competition he's fought, Marcel, it's just, to me, it's like second and none, really. Um, he's got wins over all the legends. He's got multiple wins over the legends. I don't want, at 145, I wouldn't pick against him. So he's my pick. Um, there'll be a day where he gets old and will fade him, but I don't think it's yet, personally. We'll see, though. It's going to be an amazing fight. I can't wait for this fight. Anything else you want to say about this fight? No, man. I think it will be a good fight, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and and again, it's not a fade on Volkanovski or whatever. I just think Ilya's that good. You know, and maybe I'm wrong, but we'll see. The thing is, it's, like, difficult to compare, you know, because Volk was in all these title fights, you know, against the top of the division, and Ilya's the up-and-comer, the up -and you know. But there can be a change. We'll see. I think it will be a fun fight, at least, you know. For sure. By the way, there's a comment here by Marcus, which I like. He said, like, what do you think the odds would be if he didn't get knocked up by Islam? I think he'd be 2-1, to one, probably. Minus 200. I think that fight, 
is sketchy people out. And I get it. I mean, he got brutally knocked out, right? And it, it was a few months ago. I want to add to that that I don't pick against Volkanovski because of that fight, by the way. Yeah, no, I, you've been on uh, Topuria a long time. And mm -hmm. I really like Topuria. Like, I've been on him too. You know, I wasn't sure at first, but after that first fight, I think it was Zalal, I was like, man, this guy's really good. And then obviously he's just been starching everyone. You know, um, but I mean, remember though, I'll, I'll say this too. Like, when he fought Jai Herbert, he got dropped too. And that did show to me, I'm not even saying that he got, it's just because he got dropped by the guy, but it just shows that the power difference at 155, right? Mm -hmm. He did end up knocking out briefly. I get that, but he got head kicked. He got he got head kicked too, didn't he? I think it was a head kick, right? Yeah, if I remember correctly, yeah. Right, I think so. So that can happen, you know. That can happen in the sport, and um, I just don't want to write off Volk too soon. I I I think he's amazing. Now, <laughs> man, if he gets knocked out here again, then it's like you you have to worry about him then going forward because there'd be two straight knock losses, but. For me, it's still, it's still Volk. Yeah, Pato, the UFC fucked up, dude. Yeah, they should have. They should have because Volk took. He was like drinking beer on the couch, basically. He wasn't ready to fight for that for that belt. And he's one of those guys that doesn't turn the fight down, right? Volk. He's not the normal guy. He's going to take the fight. And he and he's a guy that like stay active. He's talking about. He's like, I love staying active. I like fighting. I like making money. And I get that. I mean, that's his job, right? His job is to be a fighter. His job is to make a lot of money. But you know, it wasn't the, obviously wasn't the best decision. Money, 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 money. It could be the turning point of his career. It's possible. We'll see, right? Because, like, look at the fight with um, Usman and Edwards. The first, the second one, right? Mm -hmm. Remember, they had three fights. The second one where he's winning the whole fight and gets head kicked, knocked out, and he has not looked the same since then either. So yeah, that's true. You never know, really. Does that boy fight the winner of the event? I think so, right? Would he title shot? I, I think it depends if Topuria wins. I think they will ask Volkanov. No, I think the Volkanovski ask them. Uh, they will ask him if he wants a rematch. You know, long yeah. sitting champion. And Max is booked against Gaethje. You know, so that's true. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Uh, Max can get there. If not, definitely. Uh, yeah, and they have Ortega fighting Jair. You know, so you don't know. I would say yes to Avloev, but uh, I don't know. So a couple other comments. Marcus likes Barab and, and Bulk for bets. Those guys are winners. I've been saying how much you guys will get paid. I don't know, but we'll see. And those salaries are not even real. They're kind of fake sometimes too, anyways, right? They pay them under the table sometimes too. Um, we, uh, what is the winner of every bit? I mean, Whitaker stays in title contention, you know? And Costa, I, I mean, Costa hasn't fought DDP, so like that would be an interesting fight if it happened, right? I think yeah. they can market it because it's too strong looking dudes. Where? Whitaker stays uh, stays in title contention and Costa uh, remains a, a Twitter phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got that comment. This is essentially a pretty fights like brief. All right, I I think we're good. We'll take a few other comments if you guys have them. Anything else you want to say about this card, Marcelo? I mean, it should be a good card, I think. Right? Yeah, like, I enjoy I like the it. fights. I enjoy the fights. I think uh, definitely the main card is really good. Um, looking forward to this fight. To be really honest, if you would have done this. Volkanovski Topuria fight, switch that with O'Malley Vera on the 299. That would be even crazy. Crazier. 299 would have been even crazier, I think. Yeah, That's no, I agree opinion. with that. No, I agree. I agree. You're not you're not wrong. <laughs> I'll say that. You're not you're not wrong, my friend. Um but yeah, if there's any other comments, guys, we'll take them really quick and, and we'll, before we get out of here. Um yeah, no, like that. Hit that shit, smash that shit. We appreciate that. The antitrust lawsuit, I don't know much about it, I'll be honest with you. There's a couple of guys on Twitter that, like John Nash, I think his name is, he's really good at it. Um, he's a bloody elbow. I think he's still a bloody elbow. He's really good. John Nash is good. So if you like that stuff, you'd be good. Why is DC not commenting? I don't know. That was That's surprising to me because obviously it's not far from his home. 
I mean, maybe I think Bisping wins, uh, lives in Anaheim. Maybe oh, yeah. they Bisping's there too. Yeah, that makes sense too. Yeah, they both yeah. are. Well, TC's in San Jose, right? But still not, not too far. But yeah, Bisping's in LA, right? So what's that for Ankoliev? I don't know because it looks like Hell's going to fight for air. So I guess Ankoliev would have to wait for the winner, I guess. Fighters who were drinking before their fights are now 1 3. It's not a good thing. I'll say that for sure. Um, any fighters you were, anything you can give us, Marcel? You got anything? I'm thinking, do I have anything? Dude, I thought that I had one, and then Nolan scooped it five minutes before I went to school. What fight was it? Which one? It was the Ducody against the Mopolis fight. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. What card yeah. is that? Like, fight night card? Apex? It's on May 18th. It's it's a non it's a no location yet. Okay, maybe they'll go away from the Apex, hopefully. You guys think about the Umar booking. I mean, I just I don't care about this fight. Maybe this guy's good he's fighting. I don't know anything about him. I don't know. Um... Gurum has a fight. Gurum's got a fight booked. Yeah, I, I actually heard about Gurum against Rebofitz, but Rebofitz is fighting Terence McKinney, so that's not true. Is that <laughs> Rebofitz and McKinney? That's happening? Yeah, yeah, that's that's on. I, I oh, that's that. a great fight. That's a fun fight. Yeah, yeah they're company men for sure. 299 is the better card, but 290 is still pretty good. I yeah, I agree. Anyways, I think we should get out of here, though, Marcel. I'm, I'm pretty talked out with for two hours. As, as well as yeah, I kind of had that as well, to be honest. When I haven't slept for a while the last two uh, two uh, days. so <laughs> For sure. Just two other comments. I'll get these last couple of comments. Yeah, two sure. days, Dana popped up on Super Bowl. I heard about it, but I'm living in Canada. We get different commercials, so I didn't see it. I, I, only, saw saw, I only saw fucking Taylor Swift pop up the every five minutes, dude. It's... Of course he did. I'd love to see him see give money. Can't. I mean, I saw him do CFFC with John Morgan, he, and he did a good job, I thought. It was funny. He's you a funny guy. They gotta make a gift a gift from that moment where he's like, Patty, you're 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 a fucking bitch. And then John Morgan is like is laughing like this. That was per- I don't know if you did you see that. No, clip? I didn't see that. It's just something I saw that head kick knockout, that spinning head kick. Uh, I'll and... send it to you now. You sure, sure, no it. problem. Uh, Maybe you Carl, can show it on man. here, man. Let me get this comment from Carl. So we had Alex Bahudin on Carl in the first podcast today, and he hasn't heard anything. The rumor today was that it'd be Bilal, or uh sorry, Leon Edwards and Hamza Chimaya, but he hasn't heard that. He still thinks it could be DDP and Izzy. I think we'd have an answer by the end of the week. But uh, yeah, I said it to hey, you. Cool. Uh, no, I appreciate you guys joining us. I really appreciate it. Um, it was a lot of fun today. But yeah, we're gonna get out of here, Marcel. I'll, I'll watch it uh, as soon as I close the podcast on Marcel. But anything else you want to say, man? Good to go. Have fun watching the fights, guys. See you next week. Then we do the recap for UFC 298, and we will the preview for UFC Mexico. This is a great card. Looking forward to that. I don't know if it will be on Sunday or on Monday. You guys will see that. I see the thing now. It's pretty funny. He's just dying laughing. Eh? That's yeah. so awesome. McCandles, he's a funny dude, man. I like him a lot. All right, guys. Have a great night. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Cool.